0: Oh, good afternoon. It's Tuesday, June 15th, 2021. Uh, this is my third attempt at doing a podcast. I'm just doing them for practice. I send them up the link, and if they get published, they get published. If they get listened to, they get listened to. But I'm just trying to uh, not offer any news content or anything uh, worthy of uh, taking notes. Uh, just getting my feet wet, testing out the equipment. I spent a lot of money on this equipment that sat here on my desk since September of 2020. You know, with the COVID thing, keeping us home, uh, I was going nuts. I had to find something to do. So anyway, that's that's what I did. Bought this Roadcaster um, preamp, and uh, I guess I got to turn the music down, huh? Wouldn't you like that? So anyway, sorry about that. That's a lousy song, but you know, if it gets published up on um, Buzzsprout, which I have um, signed up for, what they'll do, they'll they'll put my podcast out um, through Apple, Spotify, um, a couple others, Stitcher, or something like that, and they don't put it up on YouTube. Yet, because I don't have uh, a camera hooked up, which I've got a lot of camera equipment here, too, uh, that I purchased for this podcast. I was going to be a uh, a Joe Rogan, uh, but I ended up uh, not. But in any event, uh, nobody wants to go to YouTube to listen to a podcast. They want to um, see content. You know, they want to see video. That's why it's called YouTube. But in any event, I'm Kelly Miller. This is my third one. Nobody listened to the other two, and I don't think anybody's going to listen to this one. But nonetheless, the only way you get better is practice, and that's what I'm doing right now. So i got a couple things to talk about in today's podcast. Uh, You can probably hear the heavy breathing in the background. No, that's not me. That is my 10-year-old golden retriever. Her name is Maddie Bo. I adopted her. Six years ago, a couple had a baby and they got her, I think they got her from a puppy mill, but she's the most beautiful English cream, golden retriever that I've ever seen. But you know, everybody's dog is the best, so we'll leave it at that. But I love her and she's been my best buddy. She's been with me when I lived in Baltimore and then uh, I moved to the ocean three years ago and. Once we crossed the Chesapeake Bay Bridge, I swore I would never take her back across that bridge to Baltimore because it was a ride from hell. Um, And I had at that time a a little four-pound Yorkie that just passed in February. But driving down with two dogs and all my stuff in the car that couldn't fit in the moving truck, that that was hell. And it was a torrential rain. But nonetheless, we made it, and she's living a good life. Um uh, she loves the beach and we go up to happy hour, sit up on the sand and just watch the uh sunset on the bayside. And of course during the summer season you can't have dogs up on the beach or the or the boardwalk. So we uh we stay on the bayside. But in any event, after my Yorkie died in February, i you know, Maddie Maddie Beau is her name. Seemed in the uh, funk. So I thought, you hey, know, I got to get another dog. I got to keep this one alive. You know, she's 10 years old and they don't live, you know, much past 12, 13 that I know of. But I wanted to keep her young and give her a little buddy. So I went to Atlanta, Georgia uh, almost four weeks ago. It'll be four weeks ago on Thursday. And I bought a eight-week-old golden retriever. And I'll tell you, this thing is... It's got the cutest face, but what a terror! It and it's a puppy, so and I got to get used to it. I I haven't had a puppy. I rescued dogs, but I wanted another golden. You know, trying to find a golden rescue is like trying to find a unicorn. Uh, they're they're just not out there. People uh, don't give them up, and if they do, uh, they give them to somebody that they know, and you just don't find them in and well you do i mean they do have uh places called gold heart rescue and they've got southern maryland golden retriever rescue but uh these dogs have about as much gold in them as a um a, an easter candy but in any event and they want you to jump through hoops you've got to you know give up all the information you're all it's ridiculous what they make you go through they're like uh soup nazis but in any event That wasn't the way to go, so I ended up buying this dog down in Atlanta, Georgia, and flying back on the worst airline that I've ever been on in my life, Delta Airlines. It was terrible. I'll find a cough button on this thing one day, but I don't have one yet. But in any event, I had to—it cost me round-trip $313 uh, from Baltimore to Atlanta— I met my sister and her husband down there, and um, we uh, picked up the dog from them, and, and they had a crate or a carry-on bag for a dog uh, because I didn't want to ship the dog in uh, the bottom of the plane where the luggage goes. So I could bring the dog on the flight, provided that she fits under the front seat or under the seat in front of me, I should say. And, well, okay, they said, how much does the dog weigh? I said 10 pounds. And they said, "All right, it'll cost you an additional two hundred and fifty dollars for additional uh, baggage." So I said, "Okay." Well, since COVID, uh, the restrictions have been lifted. The airlines are trying to make up for all the money they lost, and I'm you know I can't blame them. But uh, they've put so many seats in these planes that my knees are up to my chest, just about, and getting this dog under the front seat or under the seat in front of me was almost cruel. And I just wanted to make sure she could breathe. And the the carrying case was vented in all four sides and the top, but it was about an hour and 45 minute flight back to Baltimore with his dog. And then another uh, three hours back to uh, ocean city, Maryland, where I live. So in any event, I have this new golden and I have the old golden and they get along great. Uh, The new one's name is jetty. And, She's a puppy, and um, everyone says golden retrievers are puppies for practically life, but this one is really active, and she likes to bite because uh, she's teething, and she's got sharp claws because she's a puppy, and the scars on my arms are unbelievable. And you know, I've broken her from pretty much the biting phase. She is housebroken now. She learned to sit, stay, lay down come treat food let's eat and uh, her name and that's pretty good for I've had her it'll be four weeks in um, on this Thursday the uh, what 18th 17th of June so it's working out uh, hopefully it'll she'll be here with me for a long long time and uh, I mean, Throughout her life, because I'm not getting rid of her. Uh, you know, I love dogs. So that's the, uh, the most exciting thing that's happened uh, in the last couple of weeks. I, uh, in the local news here, I'm, I'm tired of talking about national news. I think everybody's tired of hearing about it. But the local news down here in Ocean City, Maryland, you know, the summer kicks off uh, traditionally on uh, Memorial Day weekend, although the week before that we have what's called uh, Spring Fest and they have a big tent put up at the inlet parking lot, and they have vendors come from all over the country with their homemade wares and stuff, and then they have a food tent, and they have music, and it's a good, it's just uh, to get people out, and everybody's in a festive mood, and it's a good time. But after that, all hell breaks loose, and that uh, is what we call the June bugs. And after Memorial Day, the... uh, They have what's called Senior Week, and all the high school seniors, it's not the senior citizens, let me clarify that. I'd rather have a Senior Citizen Week than what the Senior Week has turned out to be the last couple of years. But in any event, the high school seniors come from all over Maryland and all over Pennsylvania and uh, New York and New Jersey, and they descend upon this little town that's 10 miles long, in the off-season, it has about 9,500 year-round residents. And the uh, during the summer season, it uh, the population swells to about 650,000 each week. And it becomes the second largest city in Maryland, uh, second to Baltimore City, which I guess the way the flight out of Baltimore City is going, uh, Ocean City will probably become within the next two years, in the summertime, the largest city in Maryland, population-wise. So in any event, you get 650,000 people in a town that's 10 miles long. It's not even a mile wide. You have the Atlantic Ocean uh, to the east, and to the west you have the, a couple bays. You have uh, on the south end of the uh, coast there you have Assateague Island, and then you have uh, the Sinepuxent Bay there that's on the other side of Ocean City and um, Assateague Island, and then you go further north. On the bay side, it turns into the Asa Woman Bay. And uh, so it's, just, it's a peninsula. And um, you get that many people on this little tiny peninsula as Hank Johnson, the, the famous congressman down in, I believe it was Georgia, who was asking a Marine Corps general about putting additional Marines on the the island of, um, I forget what island. it was—a Pacific island—and he said, "Well, I'm worried, sir, that uh, you put that many soldiers on the island there; it, it might, it might tip over." Yeah, that's a U.S. congressman. He's the biggest buffoon in the world. But in any event, we have more people on this little peninsula than what they were discussing there in Congress about the island tipping over. So in any event, since we've had the June bugs here, the high school seniors, and they'll be here till Sunday, hopefully, and they'll be going back, hopefully, we've had a number of incidents. The boardwalk turns from a very nice, relaxing place from September to May, and it turns into a free-for-all. It's You've got fights. You've got kids with testosterone that they just... Uh, they're looking to get every girl they can get and getting every fight they can get and they're they're trying to prove who's better than the other and and then you have the race baiters and uh so we've had uh one incident where they uh the these june bugs they don't buy anything they go to a 7-11 and maybe get a hot dog and a slice of pizza and that's it they contribute absolutely nothing to the local economy they don't rent rooms um, they bring their beer, or they'll buy beer at a liquor store or a Seven Eleven, and um, that's all they do is drink and eat pizza. So the restaurants aren't getting the benefit. The hotels aren't getting the benefit. They might rent a go kart here or there. Uh, they don't rent bikes, and all they do is sleep and drink and eat and and screw. So the other night, a guy was drunk and he's decided to take a walk, and rather than walk on the sidewalk, he wanted to walk on top of the cars. So he walked on top of one car, and the sunroof was open, and he fell into the car. Well, lo and behold, sleeping in the car were two thugs from um, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and they were sleeping. Well, they woke up, got the guy out of the car, and they shot him. So they tried to escape, but they got arrested, and they're being held on no bond. And we have a uh, another one from Pennsylvania that uh, went up on the mini-golf course, and he's playing golf, and he didn't like that he was losing, so he decided to stab the other guy and sent him into... They actually had to fly him in a medevac of Maddie here. So that's what senior week's been like so far, and it's only Tuesday. So well, let's see how, how things fare um, by Sunday. Now, now, the problem with that is Starting on Saturday, uh, the 19th of June and the 20th of June, we have an air show. And this year it's the U S, um, air force. Um, uh, I believe they're called the Thunderbirds and they're going to be part of the air show. And it's, it's a, it's a really nice show. It's, uh, about two hours long and they have everything from the old world war two planes to the sky Riders. They, uh training planes, then they have the F-15s, they have a uh, C-5 Galaxy that flies over real low and real slow, and then the uh, one of the highlights for me is the uh, F-22 Raptor. That, that's an amazing, amazing jet, and it, it's so fast and it's so quiet, you can't even hear it coming until it's practically on you, and then it goes by, and it scares the hell out of you. And then, of course, the highlight of the show is the... Uh, the Thunderbirds last year uh, we didn't, yes, we did have it last year with COVID, but it was done virtually. Nobody could really be up on the beach and they didn't have celebrations and all that. It was the blue angels. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, how the air show fares with the um, June bugs. And of course, this made national news uh, on Sunday night where the police uh, had to forcibly arrest uh, four people up on the boardwalk. And it started out, they're trying to minimize it to the poor boys that didn't do nothings. Uh, they were vaping up on the boardwalk and they were told they can't vape. And they walked away from the police and they continued to vape. And when the police went up and asked him for the ID, he broke bad, wouldn't give it to him and wanted to fight. And then the police placed him under arrest and he resisted arrest. And then uh, his friends got involved and they threw a bicycle at one of the public safety uh, volunteers and uh, shoved another one and, Somebody had a cell phone camera as they normally do in all these instances and they were filming it and it made national news and now they're looking at uh, the you know, the police need the guy four times because he wouldn't comply. He was resisting arrest. So anyway, we're expecting the uh, BLM marchers down here this weekend as well and the uh, NAACP has complained that uh, Ocean City doesn't uh, like or respect uh, black tourists and they... That don't want their money. Well, I hardly say these were tourists. I mean, none of them had rented a room, and they didn't have binoculars in, around their neck and were looking at um, contributing to society in a meaningful way. They were punks, and they were picking fights, and they were looking for fights, and they were just going against the norms of society and breaking the laws. So, no, they're they're not tourists, and no, uh, we don't want their money. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out with June week, the air show, and the BLM marchers all converging in this 10-mile town on the weekend of the air show. So we'll see what happens. So further uh, north, um, there's a little town called Selbyville, Delaware. It's just uh, west of uh, Fenwick Island off the Atlantic Ocean. It's about um, 11 miles from me here. And back in December, I was riding through Selbyville, and I came up to a stop sign, and I pulled out of the stop sign. Now, look, I'm not going to say I didn't stop. I'm not going to say I did stop. I came to a New York stop. There wasn't a car in sight. I drifted up to the stop sign and made the right. So anyway, an unmarked Ford uh, Explorer comes behind me with all the lights on and going through all the phases of the sirens, and I'm like, what the hell? So uh, I pull over to think the car is going to go past me, and now they pull over behind me. So the lady comes up to me and identifies herself as a Selbyville police officer and gives uh, wants my license and registration and my insurance card. And I said, well, yeah, no problem. What did I do? She goes, uh, you ran a stop sign back there. I said, I did? Yes, you did. Almost caused an accident. And I said, uh, well, who did I almost call an accident with? And she said, uh, there was a 4x4 four four that was behind you and had to slam on the brakes. So I said, um, now, I didn't see, there was no car, I can tell you that right now. But in any event, I gave her my, uh, my license and registration. But I couldn't find my insurance card. Now, I don't have the insurance card because it's a fleet vehicle. So in any event, she goes back and she writes me a ticket for running a stop sign and not having an insurance card, which is a must appear offense. And I had to appear in court in June. So uh, I went to court last week in Selbyville and they, in the the court system in Delaware is as corrupt as the Biden family. It's, they don't have judges. They call them justices of the peace. So you go into court and they schedule the time and uh, they call my name and they say, go into this little room there. So I walk in and it's a, The room is about as big as a closet. It's about an eight by 10 room and it's got the plexiglass panel on a raised um, counter and there's eight candelabra, eight chandeliers, eight brass chandeliers, six light on each chandelier in this place. It looked like Morticia Adams decorated the place. So the, uh, the judge or the justice of the peace or the, the hack, whoever, I don't know. He comes out and, uh, he sits down and he goes, uh, you should have stood up when I walked in and I didn't say anything. Cause normally in the courts that I'm accustomed to, and I'm accustomed to a lot of them from a past career, um, the bailiff will come out and say, all rise court is now in session and, Everyone stands up, and then the judge comes out from the door and hops up on the bench and then sits down and says, you may be seated. Well, nobody came out. This guy just came out in a black robe and, you know, admonished me for not standing. So I said, I'm sorry. So uh, he says, um, Mr. Miller, uh, I have before me uh, two charges, one uh, failure to stop at a stop sign and uh, failure to have uh, insurance card in your possession. And he said, the Selbyville Police Department has made a recommendation to me and he would qualify for probation. And what I'll do is I need a, I'll need put you on probation for five years. Uh, I'll need a copy of your driving record for the past five years because you're an out-of-state resident. We don't have access to those records. And I'll need that within 30 days. And a $515 fine. And I said... And it goes, or you can stand trial. And I said, and, and that's a deal? Absolutely. So I said, well, you're out of your goddamn mind. That's not a deal. He goes, uh, we don't talk like that in here. And I said, well, I just did. I said, that's not a deal. I'll take it to trial. So I have to go to trial next week um, on this ticket. So you know what's going to happen. Uh, I'll probably get him again in the other courtroom. And then he'll not only charge me the $515, he'll give me the two points and um, then charge me another 200 for the court costs. So I'm, what I plan on doing, I'll keep taking it all the way up the chain through Delaware because that that's ridiculous. It's a money grab. Delaware is such a, uh, a hooterville town that when you go from one town to the other, the speed limit on Route 113 is 55 miles an hour, and then all of a sudden you come into Greenwood, Delaware, and it drops down to 25. And as most people don't do that, and they've got a radar gun sitting there right at the farm store, and they got you, and that's how they make their money. That's why there's, the taxes are so low in Delaware, and they prey on cars with out-of-state tags. So in any event... That's what's going on. I'm testing out this system. I think I've talked long enough, and uh, I will get more credible and more interesting things to talk about on Get Off My Lawn podcast. And I think, I'm, by the way, I'm going to have to change that name because I was looking it up, and it's, uh, somebody already has it. With uh, Their last name is Jennings. So uh, it, it'd be like making a movie Gone With the Wind today, and everybody's like, well, somebody already made that. So I got to come up with something more unique than uh, Get Off My Lawn, but I, I loved it initially. I didn't think anybody even knew about it from the uh, movie Grand Torino with uh, Clint Eastwood. But uh, So we'll see how that works. But in the meantime, I'm just testing out this equipment, uh, yeah, the equipment, and uh, we'll take it from there. So that's it for today. I'm Kelly Miller. This is Get Off My Lawn Podcast, and I will see you the next time. Thanks for listening.